You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello and welcome again to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and today we're going to talk about what causes fights and quarrels, whether it be uh, at work or home, among kids, husbands, wives, church. There, there is a reason and there is a cure. And uh, so we did a few, you know, little bit of research around here and found out people are really wanting help in relationships, especially after COVID's done, the pandemic's over, and now they got to go back to work and get along with people or go back to church and get along with people. And uh, maybe we're a little rusty, and we've always been rusty, haven't we, in, in marriage, because we live in a culture that, that is just not real good at building long-term relationships. So, so I want to talk to you today, what causes fights and quarrels and then give you the cure? How, what do you do about it? Uh, so everybody knows that they happen, but why do they happen? That's the first part. So I turn to James chapter 4, go to the Bible to find out some answers for you. And uh, it, that's the question it asks. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your own desires that battle within you? Now, of course, it's talking about you. <laughs> if you're talking about somebody else, it'd be there's a battle inside of them uh, or inside of you. And probably it's inside all of us if we don't do anything about it, if we don't, you know, make some changes. And so whatever causes battles, quarrels, strife, division, just you name it, whether in church, out of church, at work, at home, whatever it is, it says they're not coming from things around us. And that's probably the deception is, well, it's a bad work environment. It's a, the work environment, the church environment, the home environment, his environment, her, you know, they're causing the battle within me. And if they would change, then, then it would be okay. But that's not how it works. It's not, um, we're just in the wrong playing field if we go there, but we want to give you a real cure of that. So James in the Bible writes, that's not where it's coming from. It's not coming from things around you. It's coming from within you. Okay, so the battle comes within you, and you need to know why, whether it be turmoil, strife, division. So here's what he says. Here's the problem. He says, you want something, and you're not getting it. You want something, but you didn't get something. So now realize he's not saying you want a bad thing and you didn't get a bad thing or you didn't get, it's a good thing and you didn't get a good thing. He's not talking about whether it's bad or good. We're not even going there. It's, it might be good. It might be fine. But whatever it is, you don't feel that you're getting it. You don't feel that you're getting what you deserve. You don't feel that, that whatever you want, you're going to get. And he even says, you know, then you go and covet, and to covet means to want something. You want something, and you're not getting it. So when we begin to find out uh, and, and take it to the root of uh, why, why, whether it be at home, you know, quarreling at home where there's yelling and screaming, or quarreling and, and at the church where most people just, you know, they 
do the spirit, try to be the spiritual thing. They just hold it all in, but still, the whole the whole root is the same. You want something, you or you expected something. You expected something. You expected acknowledgement. You expected res- respect. You know, I tell people, if you want respect, act respectable, right? <laughs> but anyway, you wanted recognition. You wanted to be understood. You want to be appreciated. You want to be loved or whatever. And this can spill over at work or whatever. I'm at work and. Now you're, you're, there's fights and turmoil and confusion, and you're angry at people and, and disturbed, and you feel like, well, I'm not getting the recognition I should. I'm not getting the acknowledgement. I'm not getting what I deserve. And then that spills over into the home, you know. I'm a good wife or whatever, but I don't get the love I deserve. I don't get the respect. I don't get the help, whatever. So, so it, it, it spills over that we want something or we're expecting something. Now, remember, a lot of times we, uh, as people, we don't realize you're expecting it. If we don't hear from you, if you don't communicate with us, how would we know? But a lot of times people expect us to read their minds and just understand, you know, their needs. Uh, I know as a pastor, it's really hard. You get a pastor of 1,000 or 1,500 or 2,000-member church. Can you imagine all those people that uh, want you to figure out what they need? And all their expectations. And then somebody leaves the church and, you, you know, somebody it looks like they love the church or love the pastor or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're gone. And you're like, what happened? Everything seemed to be okay. Well, we know what happened. That If they came and they liked it and then they left, then they expected something they didn't get. We're not saying it's bad. Might have not been bad. Might have been right. Might have been correct. But... How can you, if, if you can imagine, how can you figure out all the expectations of just the people that live in your own home and, or at work and then take it to a 2,000-member church and the pastor's supposed to figure out what everybody expects? You can't do it. And so the only way to survive in this world with, at work or home or whatever is to deal with what's going on inside of us and not look around and say, hey, I'm not getting what I need, everybody. I'm not getting what I expected, everybody. Somebody do something. So, so what we have to do is realize that, that this is not a unique thought. It's a, it's a common thought, but it's something we need to deal with. So in other words, whatever you want something or they wanted something, let's keep it on ourselves. You wanted something and you didn't get it. Now you're disappointed. Now you're upset. Now you're, you're, you're upset talking, uh, you know, uh, rude or harsh or critical or judging or whatever, but it has nothing to do with what you see. You know, you, 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 you might look at the person and say, well, they're not a very nice person, so it's okay that I judge them. But you know what? If everything was going right and you were getting everything you thought you should get, you wouldn't be judging other people. You wouldn't be angry at other people. So we can solve this by understanding when we have fights and quarrels. Let's take it at home now. We have fights and quarrels at home. What's happening? Well, somebody is not getting something that they expect they should get, whether it's they should get to watch the show they want to watch on TV or, or uh, they, they deserve more acknowledgement or they deserve a better allowance or whatever, whatever it is. Somebody's not getting what they think they ought to get, and it produces then this agitation. I'm not getting what I want. Now, we have to be wise enough to know most people or kids or wives, husbands, whatever, boss, work people, you know, where you work, they're not going to tell you what they expect. 
They expect you to figure out what they expect. So what we got to do is we got to heal ourselves with this and realize I'm agitated because I'm not getting something that I think I deserve. And so it's eventually it's going to cause a quarrel. It's going to cause a fight. And, and uh, who wants to live like that? So the first thing that James gives us as a cure, he says, how about this is a unique idea. How about you ask God for it? <laughs> well, there's a unique idea. How about you ask God for it? Okay, but then he says, but then if you ask, I'm looking right here at scripture, when you ask, you, if you do not receive, well, why would that be? He says, because, I got to turn the page, it says, because you ask with the wrong motives, wrong motives. So he says, how about asking God? But then if it doesn't work out and God's not kind of responding, now he's not responding the way you think he should. It's because you're asking with the wrong motives because God wants to give you stuff. God wants to bless you. God wants to help you. But there's something wrong in your motives. And, uh, and how, do you, how do you figure that out? Well, when you figure that out, is something wrong. He says you, you want something to just blow, to spend on your own pleasure. It's something pleasurable. Like, of course, getting applause from other people. That's pleasurable. So now nobody applauded me. Nobody gave me the recognition. I didn't get the watch. I didn't get the medal. I didn't get the recognition that I deserve, whatever it is, or I don't get the respect at home that I deserve. And so um, now you're saying, well, yeah, but you know, it's, it's pleasurable to get applauded. It's pleasurable to be respected. It's pleasurable to say, good job. You're great. You deserve it, boy. You deserve it all. And you're not getting that. Well, then you get angry. Well, what's the motive? The motive is I want, I want something that makes me feel good. I want to feel good. And you, you're not making me feel good. And so your motives, I want recognition or I want fame. Uh, how about fortune? I want more money. More money makes me feel good. If I had more money, I'd feel better about myself. Now I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm angry at other people that have more stuff than I do. And it just goes on and on until you finally realize this is a merry-go-round that's just going to hurt you everywhere you go. It doesn't, you can change churches, change jobs, change spouses, whatever, um, you know, and it's just going to keep working on you because you're expecting something uh, from other people that is pleasurable to you, not necessarily wrong, but the motive is I need you to give me love, recognition. I need you to give me satisfaction because it's pleasurable to get applause. It's pleasurable to be appreciated, but you're not getting it. And so James says, so that, that's not going to work very well, and that will cause um, fights. And and you here you got you know here you are you, it's, if you're you're adult you're married and you got kids let's just say that well you know you got maybe a mortgage and car payments and water bills and kids and education and and uh, getting clothes and getting them fed and having enough energy and trying to be a good lover you know all the things that you try to do and all this is going on around you and then you just shatter everybody working as a team to make this work and going like hold it stop stop what about me. What about me? And when that me doesn't get satisfied, now you're cranky. And you might be arguing about something that doesn't even matter about nothing. It doesn't make any difference. But the root of it is you're agitated because you're not getting the recognition or the respect or the money or the fame or whatever it is that you feel like you ought to get. You're not getting it. So you could be upset 
uh, about so you know somebody at home didn't take the trash out, and you're going to make a big speech about trash. Well, that's no big deal. You could run it out yourself if you just wanted to, but you're making an issue of it because you're agitated about something that you're not getting. Okay, so what about me? You want something, you, you, you know, there's just not enough pleasure, is there? There's just not enough. You got to have more. There's not enough love. You got to have more. There's not enough people appreciating you. You got to have more. And so now that's going to cause tension and strife and trouble. All right. But there is a cure. The first cure, of course, is that we ask God and get our motives right. But then over here, we look at, uh, well, let me look over here. It says here somewhere. Uh, when when we look into our uh, Bibles here and, and study James a little bit, we find out that when you want something, then here's what you need to do. you got to want something different, okay? So how, how do you change what you want? Let's just say, yeah, I admit it. I'm not getting the recognition and love I think I deserve. I don't get the respect I deserve. I admit it. I'm upset. I'm in turmoil. All right. So how do you get rid of that? Well, you get rid of that is you change what you want by getting a higher dose of something else. Find that there is a higher dose of something else that's better. It makes me feel better. And so uh, the, the Bible tells us that we should sow in peace, shalom, right? And all of a sudden you realize, you know what? Having peace at home, having peace in my heart. Being just satisfied and just happy with people and knowing they're imperfect, but that's all right. They don't, I'm, they're not here to serve me. I'm not a what about me person. And you go like, you know what? That feels better than being agitated. So there's something higher. You replace it with, I like the peace of God. I like harmony in our house. I like getting along. I like the children feeling just an atmosphere of, of, of a sense where there's not tension in the, in the room all the time or strife or everybody's trying to get their own way. I like that. I like that. I like the spirit of God better than I like the spirit of the world. I like the spirit of peace better than I like the spirit of strife. And so you can't just say, I'll Stop doing that. Stop, stop wanting recognition. You know, that's not, you don't need that. You know, you replace it and say, you're right. I do like, everybody likes, it's pleasurable. You recognize, applauded, and appreciated. Yeah, but it's more pleasurable to come home to a peaceful house where everybody's pulling together to build each other up and to try to love each other and realize that you're not here to be my savior. I'm not here to be your savior. I'm not here to make you feel good about yourself, and you're not here to make me feel good about myself. We are here together to be a team, to be a church, to be at work or whatever. So that's how you do it. You, you change what you want by picking something better. There's something that's better than being agitated. There's something better than being mad, isn't there? So what you want might be right. It might be good. It might not be wrong. But then whatever it is, if you're not getting it, even if it, you think, well, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're not getting it. You're going to be agitated. So here's what you got to do. Then you don't really, listen, you don't really have to change what you want. You got to change why you want it. Why you want it. Maybe what you want is good. Maybe it's okay. But why do you want it? Well, I just want, I don't, I need more pleasure. I need to feel more about, I need to feel more love. I got to make, I need a little bit more about me in this life. And so that's the why. 
recognition and honor is not bad. We're supposed to honor other people. But if you get agitated because uh, it's not coming to you, well, then there's going to be problems. So this is really simple. It, it's in its in its theory in its context of uh, teaching if you're if you're not bringing peace to your home or your office or your church or whatever whatever you want uh might not be wrong but you might want it for the wrong reason so you don't have to change what you want you just got to change the why you want and you can sow peace and be at peace within yourself. Well, I hope this helped you understand how you can stop the, this, the quarrels. You can stop the fighting. You can stop the agitation in yourself once you know these secrets of the kingdom of God. And when you get to this point, you're ready now to be a revivalist, to bring the sky open, let God just open the heavens and come down and you will be ready. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.